Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hello and welcome to Inspire You. And I have an energetic, powerful voice that is moving gospel music as my guest. Her name is Evie McKinney, and she is joining us. Evie, welcome. How are you? Good morning. I'm I'm blessed. I'm I'm really, really, really blessed. <laughs> you know, I, I just first of all, thank you for taking the time because I know uh, things have really been uh, busy for you as things are gearing up. Um, you got the new project coming out and everything. So the, the thing about it is, a lot of folks know you, of course from the first season of the four, the winner of the first season of the four. Talk about that experience. I know you've mentioned it a million times, but some folks for the first time uh, may not know how that process happened for you. Well, uh, the four, I like to call it my miracle journey because it, that's exactly what it was. It was a miracle journey. Um, in 2017, uh, my life was beginning, uh, in the beginning stages of a miracle. Um, I was the last tour that I was on was called Take Me to the River Tour. It was a Memphis, Tennessee based tour, but we toured all around the United States singing soul music. And um, during November of 2017, the music director, he called me and he said, Evie, we won't be able to bring you back on for the second part of the tour, which was which was going to take place in the beginning, the beginning of 2018. And I didn't go to college. My music is my livelihood. That's how I make my money. That's how I live. So he was basically firing me. But that was the beginning of, man, a, 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 life, a, a time of a lifetime, to be honest, because that same night, an executive producer from the, uh, the four emailed me. And it's so crazy talking about it. But she emailed me that same night. Uh, I have tears running down my eyes. Uh, bank account was about to be in the negative. So I was at, I was rock bottom. And she emailed me and she said, Evie, do you have anything that you would like to send in? I said, absolutely. I put my makeup on, I put the camera on and I auditioned for the show. And next thing you know, they flew me out and I auditioned for them in person. They flew me back um, to LA and I was on the show. I walked on stage and I saw Megan Trainer, P. Diddy, DJ Khaled, and it was literally a dream come true. And, and since that first moment when I spoke to introduce myself to the judges, my life has just been a whirlwind ever since then. <laughs> I tell you what's really wild is uh, my wife, a big fan of the show, and she pulled me uh, into the living room and said, you gotta hear this young lady crying. Oh, wow. And she said, and she, she was like, she doesn't sing, she sang. And <laughs> that was my introduction to you. And But you, you come from a, a, a long history of singing. Father, uh, uh, a blues singer, whole yeah. family sings, and a large family, right? So seven siblings or seven children, you're the youngest of the seven? Yes, yes. I have four brothers and two sisters. And yep, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the baby of the family. <laughs> So growing up in that environment and a singing family, you know, 
blessing and, and, and loving and, and giving so much. What was that like? Because I know that when I, I think the, um, the age span is what, 35 to, to 23 where you are now, just yes, oh, by, by very belated happy birthday. Um, <laughs> so uh, in that, that span, talk about what that, that was like, because in, in, and I'm glad we're doing with Inspire You because so many people, particularly young people in this community, a lot of times they don't have the, the privilege of having a mother and a father right yeah. there encouraging. So talk yeah. about that experience. Well, my father actually passed away when I was eight years old. God rest his soul. But mm -hmm. um, it was, it was so much support and not just support, but it was so, it was a different type of support. It was like a, it was a, a, a spiritual support. So you have uh, a mother and a father, um, eight years of my life, well, not when I had both of them, um, telling me about God and teaching me how to pray and um, teaching me stories of the Bible, teaching me how to read and analyze God's word and uh, teaching me how to understand God's word. You don't really have that, especially in, in, in this century. You, you don't have that because people feel like, you know, it is progressive, like life is progressively becoming different. You, you evolve with time and with trends and all of that. And all of that is fine, but God's word is the same. And he says that I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so I had a parent uh, after my father passed away, I had a mother that not only taught me about scripture and not only took me to church every single Sunday and some days throughout the week, but I actually saw my mother live this faith-based lifestyle. Um, and I think that's important too, because a lot of parents, they tell you, you know, this is how you live. This is how you should be. But then you look at their lives and you're like, but you're telling me something and you're not, you're not even doing it. You know, and it reminds me of it reminds me of a time when Paul in the Bible uh, told the Jews, he said, well, Gentiles, they don't believe because of how you don't believe. You know, and so when we when we get parents and stuff, uh, they they have the ability to to steer their children in the right way. They just they just don't take the time to do that uh, for their for them and for their children. So it was a blessing uh, to have uh, a mother and a father teaching me, you know, how to become a, a Proverbs 31 woman and how to become a, a woman that was was grounded in God's word, you know, and, and we live in a time where young people, I'm 23 years old and I, I've been blessed to do so much by the grace of God. Nothing that I have is because of anything that I've done, anybody I've met, any, anything I've said, nothing. It is all by the grace of God. And it's because of that, that support that I had. It was because I, I saw my mama every single morning, get down physically, get down on her knees and pray for her family. I remember I'm reminded, now that I'm talking about it. I'm reminded of the time of my oldest brother was in a car accident he was in a really bad car accident and um it was on a weekday when all of us had to get up and go to school the next morning and my mama she woke us up at like three o'clock in the morning the police had called the house phone she woke us up at three o'clock in the morning she said 
everybody she made all of the ladies i, I grew up in the apostolic church so we believe in uh praying with the prayer veils and you Good. know just showing god you know how 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 serious this is so we all the girls we got our prayer veils and we got down on our knees and we prayed because we didn't know if our brother was dead or alive but mm -hmm. to experience that at such a young age it stays with you you know and, and it, it shows you like no matter what happens um even before the four I remember proclaiming over my life because I was at rock bottom. I didn't have as much money. I didn't know where my next gig was going to come from. I said, I said, Lord, in Jesus name, 2018 is going to be my year. And I believed it. And the reason why I believed it was because I was that low. I didn't have, I, I, I literally almost had nothing. And I was at that place. And I think that's the reason why God allows us to get so low. It's so that he can bring us up. So technically, being low is almost just as good as being high because you get to experience God in ways you can never forget. You know, <laughs> you, and, and I, I, I've said this about you because we hear it in your music. I mean, we hear yes. it. You, we hear your life in your music. We hear yes. your spirituality. But to be such a young spirit with it, such an old soul, is yes. I guess the best thing I can say. Because it's amazing to me that when when you think about what you have gone through and the things yes. that you've done, a lot of young people get discouraged. They get discouraged yes. and they turn away. You haven't turned away. Talk about that. Well, I haven't turned away because God, <laughs> he won't even allow me to turn away. And I have a, a family, my mother and my grandma, they're pretty, they're the most, um, I will say they're the most, I don't know what, what word it is, but my mother and my grandma today are the ones who have been through the most with God. And so their opinions and their advice and, and all of that it it matters to me it matters to me um but actually i've always wanted to do gospel christian inspirational music that's just always been in my heart because it's how i grew up you know um obviously the four the the prize was you get um, a record deal with Republic with Republic Records, which which is a secular label. Um, and I had my experiences with secular music, and I just my spirit it just it wasn't satisfying to me. You meet all the famous people, go to all the horror shows, you get to chill with all of these people, you get to see their lifestyle where they're not you know openly proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And that's cool, you know, but it just doesn't last, you know. And I was in an interview the other day and she said, she asked me, she said, it's so much, it's so much money and so much fame in doing music other than gospel and, and Christian music. Uh, but why did you choose that? And uh, why did you choose to stay for God? And I said, well, after you're done, um, selling so much of yourself to these to these people who don't know god after you, after they done telling you what they want you to be telling you what to wear telling you how you how you should sing a song writing your own music you don't get to be who who you are you don't get to be your best self with god you get to do everything you want you get to get married you get to live live life on the edge you get to skydive 
You get to write your own music. You get to live free in who God in who God is, and and in who who He is in you. And so I I stayed to this. I stayed who I am, and it was tough. It was tough because man, some checks that money talk, baby. You better believe it. <laughs> but you know what? God, He sends He sends the rain. He sends the money, and He get He is the one that multiplies whatever it is in your life. And so I wanted to have um, a career that is not only you know was it that I wanted to do timeless music, but it was just important to me and, and personally in my relationship with Christ to just have something where I gave back to God and showed him that I'm, I'm grateful too, Lord. You know, I'm grateful you died on the cross for me. You saved my, you saved me from my own sins while I was still a sinner. You died for me and, and for everybody else who ever want to believe it, that they have everlasting life. But in, while I'm on earth right now, I don't have to wait to experience God, I don't have to wait to get to heaven to experience all there is God wants me to experience. So that's why yeah. I stay who stay true to who I am. Growing up in Memphis, talk about that. Memphis, Tennessee. So yes. many people <laughs> have come out of Memphis and are just amazing. Memphis has such a rich history. Talk about what that experience has meant to you and your career. Well, growing up in Memphis, uh is I mean, that's pretty much half the battle that I that I had to fight <laughs> um, getting to where I am because uh, Memphis is the home of rock and roll and blues music. Uh, so just imagine having parents that that live in Memphis. All I heard was Isaac Hayes, Otis Redding, Tina Turner, Aretha Franklin, the Staple Singers, Elvis Presley, uh, Eddie Floyd. So all of these sax singers and all of these, you know, big Aretha Franklin, who is my, oh my, my, my favorite, you yeah. know, all of these singers that I heard and they would come through Memphis to perform. Aretha Franklin was born in Memphis. She moved right. to Detroit when she was what, like uh, two, two, three years old. Uh, Tina Turner lived out, was born and lived in Nutbush, Tennessee, which, which is just a few miles outside of Memphis. Right. So we just had that rich music history and it showed because everybody in Memphis knew good music. And not only did we know good music, but we knew good how to do good music and how to make good music in God. So yeah. <laughs> That is amazing. Now, this 2020 has been what it is, and, and so yeah. many folks are are reacting to it in so many different ways. But I know one thing that's important to you is your music being in the light. Talk about, and, and of course, we're the light. Uh, yes. And the thing about it, your music being that light. Talk about being the light and delivering the messages that lift people up in that spiritual way. Well, uh, it's we're living in 2020, going into 2021 in a couple months, and I will say that it is so important now, more now than ever, to be the light and to not just say like the word says. Don't don't just be hearers, listeners of the word. Word be doers of the word. You know, whatever whatever God is telling you to do, let other people see that because that that can help other people to to be brighter in their lives and for Christ. And so um, for me, every song that I put out, it has to have some kind of kick, 
of leading somebody to Christ. Not just because he's my father, not just because I know that he loves me, but so that other people can experience what I've experienced at such a young age, you know, and like, like my song, Just Like God, I wrote that this time, this time of the year last year, I wrote Just Like God. And I wrote that song in, in when I was physically and financially in everything, everything that you're hearing the song, the first verse says, uh, here we go another day. I got work to do ends to make, but I'm just grateful. I'm just thankful for what I got. Because I've been down to dollar one, but I know where my help come from. Right on time, ain't that just like God? Yeah. I see blessings falling out of nowhere. And I'm thinking, ain't that just like God? And and to me, even before the song was finished, I would, I had tears pouring down my face because I'm like, man, I'm ministering to myself and I'm actually inspiring myself because right now I don't have the finances to say, well, I can buy whatever I want. I don't, I'm, I honestly, I don't even have the mentality right now to, to, to constantly be strong for, for me. I need God to literally supernaturally step in. And, and my, my last single, look no further, look no further than Jesus. Um, I wrote that song for, everybody if you've never had an encounter with god i wrote that song in hopes of you having an encounter with him because it's so many different religions i don't i don't even know how many religions it is you know but it's right. not about religion uh it's, it's about relationship i don't believe that me being a, a christian woman i don't i just don't believe that um i don't believe in putting god in a box because he he what that God doesn't even belong in a box, you know. Yeah. He He's the one that makes the boxes, so it's no it's no way that he can belong in a box. Right. But look no further. I'm, I'm telling the listener if you're looking for freedom, and I'm not talking about freedom like in oh well, I, I want to be this gender, I want to be that gender. I don't believe that that's true freedom. True freedom is actually loving yourself the way God made you, because mm -hmm. even when you become a different person per se you're still looking for acceptance in, in so many other ways. You, you Even if you have to go to such lengths to, to say, you know, well, this is, what I this is what I prefer, this is what I identify as. Even that spiritually, you still need God's love. You still need God's love. And, and you still need God, you still need God to put in your mind and in your heart to say, I love you. You don't have to. God says, come as you are. You don't have to change nothing about right. yourself. Come as you are and God will love you. And that's honestly, that's what I, I want to speak to the older generation as well. But I want my music to speak deeper into the younger generation because I feel like we are the most being attacked by the enemy right mm -hmm. now because we're coming up. God is raising kingdom kids and so is the devil, you know, and we have to be mindful of that. We have to be mindful to to not put like the word says, not put your light under. You would put your light under a, a table. You put it on top of the table so that it gives light to the to the room to other people, you know, and I think I think that's that's the most important thing right now because we need it you know people need hope and people need healing and and there is no other way except for the way that was sent and and the way that everybody witnessed you know a lot of people they can deny jesus but you if you go to jerusalem and see that his tomb is empty you know you can just do that you, you can just deny but 
because you want to deny, you know. So yeah. Evie, I gotta I gotta say to you that you are amazing and Thank and, you. and it is just truly amazing the message that you have. Yes. And I, I, I wanna I wanna also add that your music also is kind of autobiographical. So talk about bringing the whole hood yes. and how that came about. I know you 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 co-wrote it with uh, Megan Trainer. Yes. We talk about that because to he, listen to that song and to hear the journey that you're going through yes. and what your expectations are and what's going to happen is so exciting. Yes, it really is exciting. And a fun fact about bringing the whole hood is I wrote that song. Uh, in 2018 with Megan Trainer, and I got so many uh, no's, so many, uh, this is not really a good song. You shouldn't really, you know, put it out and stuff from, from other people, of course. Um, but I never stopped believing in my music. I never stopped believing in that song because I thought that it was pretty cool that I wrote a song um, that was about me, about my life and about, you know, expectations. Um, me wanting to buy my mama a house, you know, when I make it, you make it, you know, because I, I come from a big family, but my, my um, exterior family, my cousins, my aunts, my friends, you know, that I grew up with is so big. It's, it's my hood, like everybody in my hood, they knew growing up, this little girl, she loves Jesus and she, she can sing and, and that's what she wants to do. Nobody in my hood that I grew up with ever told me to do something else you know and and that that comes along to too with uh we were talking earlier about support but yeah that's my autobiography bring the whole hood yeah yeah i love it so before we get out of here because the inspire you uh event is exactly what your music does and really what you've been saying here lifting people up making sure that people understand that you know god is the answer and it doesn't matter where you are or where you where you think you are just you know put your face to him yes. what what would you say and and you're a young woman with an old spirit but with an unimaginable experience in your living and it shows through your music what message would you say to those young saints and those that are unsaintly what would you say to them because the thing about it evie i'm going to tell you you are, you are, you are the light. You really are a light. It's amazing yeah. to hear you speak. It's amazing the message. It, it doesn't just come in your music. Just in this conversation, yes. you touched me in a way that I've been touched before. Because I, right. we always think about experience in living, but the thing about it is, it's also spirituality and the experience yes. of your love for Christ that comes out too. So, yes. what what words of encouragement would you give those folks? Well, I would say. Um if you don't have a relationship with Christ, um, just, you can start by, even if you, if it's hard for you to even open up God's word because of so many myths and lies that people tell you to keep you from, from that. Um, first of all, know that there is a real enemy. He is, there is a real invisible enemy spiritually. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but against spirits in high places, um, know that there is always, every single day, a choice. I can choose to do good. I can choose to do bad. I can choose to live for the devil. I can choose to live for God. And with that, 
It comes consequences. Their life is not going to be peaches and cream when you give your life to Christ. I don't know whoever told you that, you know, life is going to be, it's not going to be hard. I will say that it's not going to be hard because you most definitely have the weight lifter. But God will allow tests to come in your life, not to hurt you, not to kill you. What don't kill you does make you stronger. Mm -hmm. But give God, then just give him time. Give him time to just like any relationship. If, 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 I, if I were talking to somebody who doesn't even know anything about God, you have a mother. You have a father. You want you expect a certain amount of love from your mother and your father just because of their position in your life. When you grow older and you you find somebody you fall in love with, you expect them to be loyal to you. You expect them to be honest with you. You expect them to love you and to protect you and to care about you. Right? What's the same thing with God? The only difference is with God, all He wants is for you to let Him be God. If you can, if you can't let him be God, then life most definitely is going to be a lot harder. It's yeah. almost like trying to teach, trying to teach a child. Um, don't touch the stove. It's hot. They still touch the stove. But see, after they touch that stove, they know that it's hot. But you gave them, you, 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 you warned them. You gave them the warning. The stove is hot. If they have the choice to listen to you. But even after they make the, the wrong choice. You are still there to love them and teach them through whatever circumstance or whatever situation. That is God to us. God is merciful. He's always been merciful. I was listening to, um, I was, well, I was reading about Cain and Abel um, and, and how God, you know, we always hear about how Cain killed Abel. And that's where the, the preaching and the teaching stops. But mm -hmm. if you keep reading God actually put a mark of grace over Cain, even after he killed his own brother. God put a mark of grace. And, and I'm just, I, I wanted to say that because no matter what you've done, no matter what sin you've committed, it matters because you have to repent and you have to bring yourself to say this is wrong or you you, you have to bring yourself to, to say, man, this is something that I'm struggling, struggling with. Even if it's something, even if it's an ongoing battle, let that battle be something that you're fighting. Um, don't let that battle win over you. Don't just say, well, this is how it's gonna be. This is, I'm gonna be a cheater. I'm gonna be a liar. I'm gonna be a murderer. You can't do that. You have to take it to God and let him cleanse you of that. And true repentance, it's not just saying, Lord, I'm sorry, um, knowing that you're going to do it again. True repentance is saying, Lord, I'm sorry. Help me to help steer me away from this. Steer me away from this, this that this vice or or this this hold over my life. This is going deep. But a lot of I know a lot of friends that struggle uh, with pornography. You know, it's not right. You know, it's not right. A lot of people that struggle with uh, sex before marriage, sex fornication, you know it's not right. And when you know, when you can confess that, that those are the ABCs of salvation. You, you have to admit and believe and then you confess, you know, that I know this is wrong, but I confess and I believe that God can help me. So when you do that, just give God the time of the day. If you do not believe, go in, your, the, go in a quiet place in your house. 
just go there and if you don't want to do this then then you can expect for you to have a relationship with god because you you have to take the proper measurements in doing what you have to do you can't say well lord i want a million dollars well he didn't give me my million dollars so I, I guess he don't love me. You can't think like that because faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. You have to do your part. And let me tell you something. I auditioned for American Idol, X Factor, The Voice, all throughout middle and high school. I've always gotten to know. But God created a show. He created a show that only lasted a few months. He yeah. created a show. It was only six episodes in the four. The first season, it was only six episodes. God allowed me to be on on the fifth episode and he let me win and my life has not been the same and i'm not saying that to say well it can happen overnight because I'm, i mean some things happen overnight and some things don't but i'm here to tell you that god can do it just take it take your prayers to him take yeah. your prayers and be anxious for nothing be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication that means that you're consistently praying about it by prayer there's no way that you can have a relationship with god if your prayer life is non-existent i'm sorry but that it's, it's no way that you can have that type of communication it's just like having a marriage and and having no way to communicate with your husband it just does not work like that you have to communicate be anxious don't worry about anything although we are living in a pandemic don't worry don't worry he overcame the devil he overcome the world he said don't you worry your pretty little heart because i overcome the world you're gonna have troubles in the world but i have overcome the world you put your hope in god you have nothing to lose and ever you in the world you have everything to lose you put your hope in god you have absolutely nothing to lose but everything to gain so i hope that that spoke to somebody i <laughs> mean Evie, I, you know what? I'm sitting up here because I'm actually shaking. I, I really, I'm really shaking um, because because I, I knew this interview was going to do this because it, you are who you are. And and just your journey, your story and the way God has blessed you. It's it's just an amazing story. And for you to be so young, uh, but so, so seasoned in your spirit. Just continue giving the message and inspiring yes. so many with your light. We just appreciate all that you do and just say, and we're going to continue playing your music on yes. the light over and over again. I got to make sure everybody knows how to find you on social media. So yes. make sure, uh, let us know that. Y'all follow me on all of my social media at Evie, E-V-V-I-E underscore music follow me uh on my facebook i believe my facebook is at evie mckinney my first and last name and subscribe to my youtube channel and make sure you go and get my music everywhere you listen to music <laughs> and stay li listen to this radio station okay <laughs> thank you for that evie i you know my monitor keeps going out but i don't care i gotta <laughs> tell you this is an amazing time amazing interview and i really appreciate it and we want to just encourage everyone Everybody to just keep listening to Evie and all that she says and all that she pr provides to you when it comes to her music. And yes. we just want to thank you for being a part of Inspire You. Thank you so much, Tony. God bless y'all. <laughs>